0: The winds of change are blowing and it's easy to get lost and off track. Hi, I'm Renee Barabo, the Practical Shaman, Hay House author of Winds of Spirit, a wind whistler, and Soul Coat. This is a show for pioneers who want to learn to navigate the world with a chaotic spin awake. Good morning. It's Renee, the Practical Shaman, and I'm taking about 300 people right now through a journal challenge. And one of the things that somebody was talking about today on the um the wind clan wall was why three pages and it got me thinking about why three pages and then i started to thinking about what are my resource books what do i go back to time and time again and one of the books that i go back to time and time again is and this is a book i've carried around uh can you see it there it's from 1992, The Artist Way. So it's one of the very first books that I found when I started to wake up. And what is waking up? Well, waking up is a slow, gradual process that then one day overcomes your life and you, know, you can't go back to sleep anymore. But back then, I was barely waking up. I mean, I was barely waking up and getting out of bed, go back to the 1992. I had just recently... Uh, opened a restaurant, or I was in the middle of a failing restaurant, I should say. It was a wonderful creative success, a financial flop, because I wasn't a business person. I'm a cultural creative. I'm a creator who likes to create for the sake of creating. And when I discovered The artist Way, I thought, wow, it, it gave meaning to my journaling. And and why? Why is there's this magical number in three? I'm not exactly sure what the magic in three is, but I do know when I first started my spiritual adventures and through the desert, one night I was in Chaco Canyon and I was called out from my tent. And in in this calling, I went out in the night and there was these three straight lines in the sky. I remember it because it was like the middle of the night and there were these three bright lights. And so for me, three has always been a really significant number. You know, my birth is a nine and I'm a nine soul and a nine life. And so, which is, you know, a multiple of three. And so I never questioned why Julia Cameron said, write three pages. I just did it. What happens for me when I write three pages is that Page one is a slow start. By page two, I'm kind of getting to the meat of the thing. And by page three, generally the writing's flowing. And then I get to my list of gratitude for the day. And it's just, you can learn more about it if you don't have this book, The Artist's Way. It's a great book. When I started looking for The Artist's Way this morning, what I was inspired by were my favorite books. So today I thought I would share to you, you know, My favorite books, my classic book of all times that I probably, if I look back, is probably got the same 1992 or thereabouts date, is You Can Heal Your Life. I I don't know how I stumbled upon Louise Hay 30 years ago, but I was 30, and so when I published, when Hay House published Winds of Spirit, when I was 60, it felt like a, 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 a cycle, like me teaching at Omega this summer that's where I started my shamanic journey, and here I'm going back. so the wind work is about um, that we we compete we go round and round in our life in cycles as we awaken, they spiral up but the the path of the my path for sure is a seasonal path through uh, through the this medicine wheel, and I call it an awakening compass but that in the spring you plant seeds and then in the summer you you tend to those seeds you weed and you actually plant more seeds because some of the seeds you plant in the spring might have already come to fruition and that's why I always do a summer solstice celebration which is coming up in June and also winter solstice which will you know be in December and and those are those are the ways that we cycle through but Things like writing three pages a day will keep you centered in that. that will keep you grounded in that. And also, if you keep a couple of those journals, you don't have to keep them all, like I, you can fill up pages and pages and journal after journal in your life. It gives you a, a, a place of looking back later, not while you're doing it, because you want to empty brain, heart dump every day, just blah, 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 blah. Like today, I was, emptying out all the the chores that I have to get this week. But the day before I was talking about dreams. If you do it consistently, it's like a mindfulness meditation practice and who knows what's going to reveal itself. And I get clearer, I get happier and I get more filled with grace. Was, would one page do it? Generally if I go one page and then jump back into the internet or my email I, it's not the same as actually the disciplined writing of three pages. It's a structured process. There's still time to join the journal challenge. I have it running automatically, so you you won't you'll just sign up over at the journal challenge page and then you'll get the daily prompt. So there is no I'm on day and I'm on this and I'm on that. No, it's an ongoing mindfulness based practice that will get you centered. Make sure that you're weeding your garden and planting seeds so that you have a successful 2018 19 20 whatever year you're listening to this i always try to not date these because somebody might be listening what i had this book since 1992 well maybe somebody's listening who's going to be listening to this in 2022 you never know and i bet you writing three pages a day will still be valuable so you get a blank piece of paper a journal and then in the morning you wake up, you can make your cup of coffee if you like that, glass of water, go sit in your garden. I go back to bed and I write. I don't look at my phone first, I don't look at my email first, I write. And then I start with my dreams and I end with my gratitude. You could reverse it, but the point is, is to fill up three pages with a, a brain, heart, and gut dump every single day We're doing it for 21 days uh 21 days makes it a habit so might be something you start now and like me 30 years later you'll still be doing it i mean i've taken breaks so don't think i've done it constantly since i was 11 but or i've been journaling since i was 11 i started the uh the the three pages the morning pages as julia cameron likes to call them when i was 30 and i just turned 60 so They've been a regular part of my life. Other books that have become a regular part of my life, besides for The Artist's Way, You Can Heal Your Life. One of my favorite books, and I work a lot with clients, is The Passion Test. And that's discovering what you're really passionate about. And these books I'm showing you now are the books that don't leave the bookcases. Every cleaning, I take out you know, a box of books. But these books seem to have been traveling with me since... Well, I think like the nineties, a lot of them. One of my other all-time favorites is Mary Summer Rain book on dreams. You know, you can go in, look at you can see I've this one's well worn. I've gone back here and time and time again. When you when you start journal challenging, you will often remember your dreams. And then you can start to if you get lost, like, oh, I don't know what to journal about today, you can always open up and get what that dream is according to Mary Summer and again, this is, if it is your dream, you get the right to interpret it any way you want, but over the years, she has some common symbols that show up in many people's dreamscapes. In fact, uh, Michael Harner, when I first met him, uh, the author, I think it's The Shaman's Way, I don't know, that's not one of my collection here, uh, talked about that he wanted to under, he always wanted to map the the dream world, the underworld, the the overworld, so that we could see where where we meet in those playing fields. But we're going over my favorite books today, and Animal Speaks by Ted Andrews. Again, sometimes when you're journaling, animals will come to you, or they'll cross your path when you're out hiking, or just out in your yard, a different bird, or... Uh, salamanders or my cat brought in a lizard a couple of weeks ago it's really helpful to have a place to go and find out what what different uh animals meant in the native traditions now we're talking today this i'm renee the practical shaman we're talking about my favorite all-time books that i refer back to over and over again i haven't been in this one for a long time but when i was when i was first getting sober at 30, I um, wanted to take up some drawing. Oh, nice. It's, it's Lauren's favorite book, too, Animal Speaks. I think that's a classic. If, if you only have a couple books in your library, it would be Animal Speaks, You Can Heal Your Life. And, of course, now you want to have Winds of Spirit because I believe that this book, like You Can Heal Your Life and Animal Speaks is going to be around a lot longer, several decades. In fact, sometimes I wonder if it's going to be the children that will be like referring back to that book, like the Book of Ruins, which I don't have out here, but it's also a timeless book. These are the timeless books. Drawing from the right side of the brain, especially for those of you taking the journal challenge who are looking to do a a, a journal on drawing, really teaches you how to move from that thinking, I got to draw a person, to how to draw shapes, how to, how to move with drawing without getting in your own way and thinking about it just too much. And that's, that was really insightful for me because when I first started to paint, I was, an, I was a, uh, let me go here. One of my favorite all-time books, as you can see, has been used up well and abused. And you don't really probably need this one, but it's one of the ones that I never throw away. It's The Professional Chef. I was a chef. And at 30, at 30, I opened a restaurant and within the next day after my grand opening, my father went home and had a massive stroke. And I didn't know at the time that grieving was a, a physical process that one needs to do in order to heal and move on in their life. It's a cycle. Grief is a cycle. It has gaps. You have to stop all of that. And I didn't know that. So I quickly uh, became lost and I was using at the time. And I got burnt out on cooking. Hey, you. Hey, Ravens here. I got burnt out on cooking. So what I did was I sat there for a minute. I, I got some help because when you get burnt out, there's a place where there's no light in your candle. And no matter how many times you, oh, great. Do you like my new mic? The new mic is great. huh? It sounds pretty good the the no matter how many times you take out your flamethrower or your match and try to light that candle it snuffs out and that's where books like the passion test come in where you really find out what it is you're passionate with in fact I still use this last week a coaching client called and I used the passion test with her and so I I got started on this journey of drawing and I thought well cooking is creative. People used to tell me I cooked like a painter. I thought maybe if I could paint like a cooker, that that would be a really good thing. And as you can see, behind me is this tiger. That's one of the paintings that I have done over the years. So painting is something that I go back to, to refill up my coffers. All of these books are are those types of things. And the and if you really get down in the dumps and you've got a pain in your knee, you can go to this book and find out, wow, huh, I'm not being flexible enough. All right, but we started about why the three pages. And that's probably where we'll end. But I do want to tell you that I do believe that Winds of Spirit has that same kind of staying powers, all of my favorite books here. And let me just open up to a win for us today. And we'll get a little wind reading since we're here. Oh, so I got Nilchi, the Navajo Wind of Intuition, and this one can be conjured up for inspiration, organization, ritual, or to provide strength when needing. Now, who doesn't need strength when they're doing a a 21-day journal challenge? Nilchi can arrive as a combative wind, provoking the exploration of new ideas. And for many people who are doing journaling, this is a new idea to sit down and you know, do a heart, brain, and gut gut dump every day. Be open to all the gifts, even those disguised as lost arguments and disruptions. If you experience difficulty receiving, become a stage actor. Study your lines and cues carefully, and Nilchi will guide you swiftly through the uncharted landscape. And I want to talk about that study your lines. One of the things that I found most useful over the years as I've as I've explored, I'm an explorer, a pioneer of the wind, a pioneer of the kitchen. I was one of the few women in the kitchen back in the uh, late 80s. And I've been a pioneer. And one of the things that has kept me closest to my path is my good habits. And that brings me back to my morning pages. When my grandmother first gave me a, a spiral notebook at 11, I was lost. I was... I didn't, I never quite really fit in. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to this are those people who knew they came here for something grander, something bigger, but didn't exactly fit in when you were going to places like elementary school. I mean, one of the things when I didn't fit in was that I wore knee socks when everyone else was wearing something that was way cooler because I like to be warm and I like to be comfortable. So comfort and warmth for me has always been a guiding factor but it didn't make me the most popular fashionista in elementary and junior high school and high school. But what saved someone like my soul was writing, clinging to these journals. I still have some of my very first journals. I've, you know, since shredded lots of them. And these books that have guided me along the way from the cookbook to You Can Hear Your Life to the dream book, to uh, Animal Speaks. And now, you know, it never seems to amaze me when I open to Winds of Spirit how, if we're talking about creativity or about this in standing, as Nilchi is, creative wind, how that shows up in our lives. So I'm going to end this live by calling to Nilchi to help us on this journal challenge. And you may or may not be taking it, but challenge yourself to something in June because. June is the time when your crops are growing. You're you're you know, you're growing that corn. And you know, does it need nitrogen? Does it need fertilizer? Does it need weeding? But for me, the journal challenge is a great way to weed out what's working and what's not working in my life so that these crops that I'm growing this year in 2018 become strong, that the harvest becomes strong, that I can sneak in a second planting here. And for me, what that second planting is, is I'm starting to add other workshops and training in because I see what I've gotten to this bar. Say, okay, that's working. Let me add. But you can't add if you don't take a regular inventory of where you're at in your life. So let's call to Nilchi to bring in that in-standing wind and to help us with our creative pursuits today. So this is my wind whistle. You can order them on the Practical Shaman website. They're being handmade by a, um, Uh, Spanish-speaking man in Mexico. Oh, by the way, the winds of spirit is being translated into Spanish as we speak. So if you are uh, not an English speaker, well, you're probably not listening to this call today, but it's coming soon. All right. So we're called to Nilchi, which is the Navajo in standing wind. And close your eyes if you're comfortable and call to this wind. On the first one, see Nilchi coming in and grounding you to the earth so that you know where you are, you know where your magnetic north is, and you're aligned to today's purpose. The second wind whistle in, we're going to call in Nilchi, and we're going to just allow this wind, this instanding creative wind to fill up our soul. And then the third one, we're going to create a little energy popo, a little energy bubble around us so that whatever's not ours will b- bounce off of us and whatever is ours will expand within our within our soul's purpose feeling really strong and rooted today now we're going to call in that creative instanding wind so that we will add that extra creativity burst to whatever it is we do today. And with this third wind whistle we're going to create an energy Bubble around us so that all that is not ours bounces off and returns back to wherever it goes with love and that we're in this sacred energy bubble for ourselves so that we can continue to create nurture the seeds that we planted and plant some new seeds. Let's strengthen that one more time. Wow. That felt really great for me. And I want to thank you all for listening. This is the Practical Shaman podcast. And I'm coming to you from beautiful, hot, over 100 degrees Palm Springs. So we're coming to you live from inside. And this is wind work. And if you're intrigued, please check out uh, this new Hay House book, Winds of Spirit. And my editor, uh, Ravens, on the call, They're listening in. And he's an awesome. He's the poet behind those words. And. We're talking about doing your journaling and doing your three pages that keep you aligned and centered to your highest and best purpose. Listen in, uh, follow this podcast on iTunes, and maybe you can join us over at the Wind Clan, a thriving Facebook group where people share honestly from their hearts and offer each other really true support. So thank you and have an awesome day. Please join us again next week. Stay connected with us during the middle of the week over at the Facebook group, The Wind Clan, and also make sure to pick up your copy of Winds of Spirit, Ancient Wisdom Tools for Navigating Relationships, Health, and the Divine at your favorite bookseller. I'm Renee, the Practical Shaman, and until next time, may the blessed winds be with you.